0: Hey, this is Guy Sebastian, and you're listening to FM 99.3. Northside Radio, FM 99.3.
1: And as I mentioned a moment ago, the Iron Man that uh, Brendan introduced to our program today was not actually a reference to me. So I'm going to ask Brendan to do a proper introduction of the the real Iron
0: Man. <laughs> of course. Well, it's great to have here with us in the studio today, Steve Coe, who was on Season 3 of Australian Survivor and also about to be on a, a new program called Adventures All-Stars. Steve, welcome to the studio today. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Steve, we'll start off with your journey uh, in, in the limelight, <laughs> uh, beginning with Survivor Australia uh, on Season 3, which aired about right. a couple of years ago. Mm. Tell us a bit about what inspired you or prompted you to audition in the first place. <laughs> well... I was, it was just a sheer fluke. It wasn't my
2: fault. It right. was my daughter, Victoria. She kind of like snuck me into it without me knowing. Mm. And, and one thing led to another. I, I got in. I, I, I don't know what they see in me,
0: mm. <laughs> you know, but I had a blast. I yeah. enjoyed trem- tremendously. Well, she certainly saw that you had the potential to do all those physical tasks. For those who might not be aware, Survivor Australia has, you know, a wide variety of. You know, physically challenging tasks that you need to do. Strength, endurance, you know, being able to swim, that kind of thing as well. Yes. You know, these outdoor recreational activities, this is something you're normally involved with, is that right? Uh, absolutely. It's it's my favourite pastime. Mm. I'm an outdoorsy
2: guy. I do a lot of crazy stuff from uh, rock climbing to sailing to uh, canyoning and, you know, kayaking, caving even and long-distance bike rides. And I just drag Victoria around and right. she and she got the hang of it and she she likes that kind of you know challenge uh and she think that uh survivor will 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 push me hard uh, but i i just hope she's not listening to this because right. at the moment SAS australia is running she mm. might try to might me sign to you up for that one <laughs> that's right
0: uh, for those who uh, might not be as for the sas australia is <laughs> another reality tv show where they train up their contestants as if mm. they were um, going to be one of the sas special forces and so, brutal. you know, I'm, mm. I'm, you know, breaking a sweat thinking about all this recreational activity that you're involved with. Really? Uh, what was it? <laughs> what was it like being on the island for survival in Australia? Oh wow. Uh, uh, it's just something you, you die for, <laughs>
2: literally. No, it's it's a remote island. Uh, it's it's cordoned off by the uh, by the Navy and Army, so no one can get in or out. Mm. It's just us uh, uh, to get on with it, and. Um, uh, just the the environment is, is, is just beautiful. It's just pristine. right? And also then you get to meet all the other cast members and also the crew, and we just had a blast. We just, uh, you know, uh, behind the scene, uh, not on camera, we really had a good time. There's a lot of downtime where we can really hang out and share war stories. And uh, we got to know each other really well. It's just like a family now, not just our epi- uh, our season, but also um, the other season, which yeah. is just very close-knit.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, it's only from that, from what we can see on the TV screen, you develop a lot of friendships yes. and friendly rivalries as well with Survivor Australia. And so you participated in a few of the tasks, you know, the physical hmm. activities. Were there any highlights for you, any that stood out for you that you enjoyed or found particularly traumatizing even uh from those challenges that you had to indeed
2: yes i i find it really a delight when i when i stir up the other contestants Mm. especially when i was uh trying to be sneaky uh, as 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 many different ways that i can think of trying to find Mm. that that elusive immunity idol which i I could not find not even one. you know uh the, the best part really was um in trying to survive. I mean, they don't give you anything to eat, just wow. rice and beans. And, and the big guys, you know, the muscle-bound ones, they're the one, uh, ones who first suffers because they don't have much fat mm. to keep them going. And it's, they're always struggling and always hungry. Yeah. For me, I'm okay, you know, mm. like, and I'm an outdoorsy guy, I can sleep well despite the uh, rain and the, and the wind uh, and all that. But uh, it's food, so I had to um, do all the hunting for them, basically. Right. Um, you know, uh, sweet small crabs you, you can get, and pee and all that. Mm. And there was a lot of resistance in the beginning because they, they find it a bit irky to, to yeah. eat those uh, seafood. Um, yeah. But, I, I, you know, eventually hunger took over, and then they uh, just, right. just come and
0: all that. Hey, this is Guy Sebastian, and you're listening to FM 99.3.
1: Northside Radio FM, 9.3 this afternoon. Brendan's having a chat with uh, Steve Coe uh, about uh, his role and we've heard about being an Man, an Man survivor. And, Steve, you put the responsibility onto your daughter, Victoria, uh, and yes. and uh, that she suggested yes. that you go into mm-hmm. Ironman. She's just been on the mm-hmm. line as we played that uh, sting from Guy Sebastian <laughs> and she's actually corrected what you said. Apparently she was concerned really? about your domestic skills and she was what she was really saying to you is, can you do some ironing, man? <laughs> so with that in mind, I'll allow Brendan to continue the discussion.
2: Well, uh, do I have to answer that question? <laughs> I don't think so. That's right. We're the
0: ones interviewing you uh, this afternoon, not your daughter, um, but certainly... Uh, well, that's it's extraordinary that you had to do all those physical challenges mm. whilst relying on a diet of rice and beans at best. Yes. So then, it's, you know, I think that's a very unique tidbit of the behind the scenes of what it actually looked like and you were allowed to fish and to try and look for things like peepees. So how yes. successful was that kind of a fishing expedition on this island?
2: Uh, it was hit and miss, frankly speaking. We were, our campsite was far away from the reef, mm. so we had to, traverse a long way to for spearfishing and we didn't get much there. Right. It's mainly the uh, pippies and crabs, literally, uh, mm. That's that keep them going. I, I just don't know how they survive after I got voted out because they must have been struggling a right. lot. <laughs> so <laughs> how
0: often <laughs> would you catch some pippies and crabs? And oh, every day. Has yeah, right. every day. to be
2: every day at every moment you can hmm. because uh, we're always running out. So people keep stealing them, you know, like right. we, we have a little pot and we also supplement by fruits. Like there's a lot of, a heck of a lot of coconut. I will not touch an another coconut right. drink ever again <laughs> in my life <laughs> that's enough of that yeah and there's papaya and um, other stuff sometimes you find banana as well hmm. uh, we were looking for mongoose actually so you know to get some meat but dang they didn't turn my up luck. but the other tribe the the uh, champions they found some chickens and i don't know how they got in there but you know like right. it's survivor anything can happen anything it goes.
1: Yeah, mm. and goes yeah
0: and it certainly sounds like it is quite the survival experience. They certainly don't cut any corners in that aspect mm. for it. And tell us a bit about the shelter then. What was it like, with the living conditions? Well, that's just it.
2: See, it, I'm, I'm actually an engineer. I, I'm, I started off as a mining engineer. Then I, I don't know, became a building engineer. I, mm. I certified green building everywhere yeah. in Asia. And so I know how to build one. But there's all this bravado. You know, there's a lot of... Um, Alpha males and alpha females in in every tribe, yeah. and boy, did I have a lot in my tribe, and so I was trying to tell them how to do it, but I just they won't listen. Uh, but so I just said, okay, let it go, and I tell you now, uh, they all suffers at night. Because um, it's not as hot. If 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 any of you have any dreams of becoming an Australian survivor to get mm. into that, make sure you only have you only allowed to have five articles of clothing. Make sure you you have something that keep you warm. Yeah. You know, like right? and and dry <laughs> even. So okay. And and the problem is that if the shelter is not built properly, you get the onshore wind and you freeze to death. Um, mm. And uh, the best part of that, of course, we have to cuddle each other. But you <laughs> know, like I, I was next to Jack all. <laughs> all the time and he, he snores like like a like a boar. <laughs> <Right>. basically. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I it off. Five
1: articles of clothing. I would have chosen a balaclava to assist my getaway. Um, but no, no, no. What you do You don't really. Well,
2: for me, I I I was I, I'm I'm a camper, so I know. So I I I find first first a wind cheater mm. uh, jacket and it's also made of um proper blend so that it's it's high wick factor so it dries quickly mm. and that's that's basically um, important not many of us uh, bring undies because you know it's it's a it's a luxury right. <laughs> for only five right you know I, I brought a uh, in fact, I'm wearing the shoes now. I wore a, 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 what is called a, a water shoe, so it can be used for the water, the water challenge as well as the dry mountain challenge. Mm. You know, I, I got a short um, that is just like a sports uh, short, but it's it's high wick again. Everything is is um, non-cotton, so mm. it dries quickly. I snuck in a uh, I can have a pair of socks, but I snuck in another one. Um, uh inside my shoes uh the producer didn't know about <laughs> that's sneaky me <laughs> that's six actually so but they, I, I, dang i just gave that away didn't i yeah i didn't tell anyone this yet <laughs> no. anyway i we, hope they're not listening you're to this. the
0: secrets to <laughs> on north Side radio yeah and, and then i i
2: have a um a, wo- a woolen um t-shirt um yeah that uh, it also dries quickly, woolen, and it's warm as well. And then, then a Hawaiian shirt I got from Maui because it's made of proper, proper as well. So you know, it. That's a. It works out quite well for me. So non-cotton, non-cotton. Never, don't go for cotton because it doesn't dry up in a humid
1: environment. Northside Radio FM 99.3, speaking with Steve Coe, and Brendan's been asking him about a range of questions, including his role on Iron Man Survivor. They've been calling it recreation. I don't know. Sounds (laughs) like they're putting the wreck into recreation. We'll catch up with that in a moment, and also some mental health issues and other Mm. initiatives that Steve's been working on. Northside Radio FM 99.3. This is Nelly Furtado.
0: Northside Radio FM 99.3, I have with me in the studio, we're going to continue our conversation with Steve Coe, who was a contestant on season three of Australian Survivor. But we're going to continue this conversation now because he's going to be involved with another reality TV show called <sighs> Adventures All-Star. Absolutely. So excited. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled mm. to hear that you've been uh, nabbed again by another reality TV show. I How did that come about? Uh, <laughs> nothing to do with my daughter Victoria.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came about because um, they're looking for uh, cars. and mm. and, um, and I just basically say yes. Uh, I volunteered essentially, um, and I I was thinking of like mm, Survivor. That's good and yeah. once in a lifetime. Thick, you know, and that's it. But then I just thought about this one here because. Um, it has another dimension. And as part of being cast into adventure all stars, mm. I have to raise money for uh, a charity. Right. And um, so I, I was involved with the uh, Link Housing just up the road from your studio. Mm-hmm. And and I was in that uh, advisory group. And we, we were working on a project in called Beecroft House with um, new women's community shelters. They run refuge all over... Uh, metropolitan sydney yeah. they got one in uh, hornsby korean guy. and and uh, i just thought wow if i can raise money for them that would be great because it's it, it's very much deeply uh, affects me it, mm. uh, issues regarding domestic violence
0: and yeah. you know um, homelessness of course, mm. that's terrific and we'll get on to some of the other community initiatives that you're involved with mm. uh, such as uh, the women's shelter but also your stuff to do with men's health oh i do as yes. well you do yeah. a lot for that and that, with uh, Adventures All Stars. So tell us a bit about that for those who are not as familiar oh, okay. with that program. Yes, it's nothing to do like Survivor. Uh, it doesn't have the.
2: Uh too much of a physical challenge. No Iron Man. I'm sorry, Richard. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you look pretty tough. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tougher than two dollars fake, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it also doesn't have as much um, uh, mental um, games, you know, like right. social games. It, it's yeah. more about trying to get from point A to point B. Mm. And it's 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 a crossover between the Amazing Race and a travel uh, program, basically. Right. Uh, we are in a team. Of six to twelve, and we just had to beat um, a, a time or the other team or whatever. And and what it is is really is uh, you do it not necessarily by foot, but you can end up um, going from point A to point B by by quad bike, by hot air balloon, mm. by zip line. So it's it's the outdoorsy stuff again, which which is something that uh, that's in, in my blood. Mm. So, and so the whole idea is to um, raise a certain amount of money. For uh, for your favorite charity, and as uh, for me, it's uh, women's uh, community shelters, and uh, they're very very involved. In fact, in in the area that Northside Radio um, uh, listeners listen to, uh, yeah. we're, we're setting up what we call transition home for uh, women and children uh, after they finish up in a refuge. Usually, they get tossed out into the community, but they're mm. not quite ready. But transition mm. Home yeah. helped them uh, to readjust. And there's one new one we are
0: building in Mosman. Great, terrific. Mm. And you also have a particular interest in men's health as well. And it's quite relevant given, you know, it of course, is, November yes. is um, the month of Movember. Uh, yeah, what is, is your particular interest? But, yeah, just to help.
2: understand, well, Movember only just uh, specifically talk about prostate cancer. That's right. I'm, I, I'm more into the issue of preventing male suicide, mm. which is which is horrendous statistics, if you know. Just very quickly, let me tell you this. Every day, I'm talking every single day, eight people take their own lives, which you believe, in Australia. But six out of those eight are men mm. and boys. Uh, something got to give. And, and I'm very particularly worried about the high-risk groups, such as you know those who are in construction and mining, uh, those of uh, Aboriginal background, mm. those fathers who have been touched by the family court and uh, over uh, a parental uh, proceedings, and sometimes they get alienated from their kids. Mm. These these people do it, and um, it, it's a tremendous uh, challenge for uh, everyone. It's, it's a community thing. And I, I, my, my role is really. Um, I'm very much involved in men's forums, several men's forums, and, and men's organisation like mentoring men and dads in distress, mm. all this. Um, just trying to um, do it um, uh, at, 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 at the uh, at the beachhead, um, trying to prevent um,
1: men killing themselves. Just on that, uh, we uh, do frequently interview uh, in. Topics that Hmm. are surrounding those issues, Uh, not just uh, confined to that and uh, frequently involving our guests and our friends at Lifeline. Uh, Their number is 13 11 14. Uh, They do fantastic work. Um, Stephen, I might just take you back a moment because you mentioned the uh, very valuable resource of a transition home for those who may have had uh, the support they needed at the time uh, at a refuge, but there's um, that sense of all or nothing leaving a refuge. So just if I could ask you, for those who want to know a little bit more about the transition home. Sure, yes. How, how would they go about that?
2: Okay, well, you can contact the uh, Women's Community Shelters. Um, uh, on, they have a website, just simply womenscommunityshelters.org.au. Mm. <laughs> Um, I don't know their uh, hotline, but you can find it there as well. Uh, What we're trying to do is focus on the over 55 women because they're they're the highest risk and the the highest rate of uh, homelessness due to domestic violence and other causes. And... um, in the North Shore, don't underestimate, it. in North Shore, it's just as bad uh, as as in the Western uh, Sydney. Um, there's a lot of women out there, over 55. The the women, um, the, the Beecroft House, uh, this transition home, can only accommodate 22 ladies um, at a time, at, you know, up to six months. Um, it's still not enough. Um, I'm not quite so sure. I think it's around, I can't remember now, I can't, don't quote me, but the Muslim one.
1: It's still being built, by the way. So those are very, very important community resources. Steve, it's a very broad-ranging discussion and there's more to to ask you about in a Mm. moment. And it's uh, great that you can join us today. As I mentioned before, Lifeline is always contactable on 131114. The Transition Homes are a great initiative too. This is Northside Radio FM 99.3. This is Katie Perry.
0: Northside Radio FM
1: 99.3. Indeed it is. I'm Richard Bell with Brendan Zhu and Steve Coe and one of us. Is an Iron Man, I, and no, no, you're wrong. You,
2: you it's could, actually Steve.
1: You've got to understand,
2: uh, Survivor is not just Iron Man. Oh, I know. It, there's a lot that's of mental yeah. and social game, which, <laughs> yeah. which, which I'm not so good at. I
1: know. It's okay. Um, look, we were just chatting off air uh, about. Uh, it seems like an exotic mm. sort of a thing. Uh, a number of those reality shows, those that test you in one way or another. But just winding it back a little bit. To our day-to-day lives, yes. do you take away anything from those sort of situations mm. that does have an application? I'm not, i know you're yes. not tackling people in aisle three at the supermarket, but <laughs> but nevertheless, do you are there takeaways that uh, that apply? Well, indeed,
2: absolutely. I got a lot out of it in terms of um, how to apply myself post-survivor, the first, <laughs> the, the first thing you'll understand is that I went into Survivor not knowing anything. I never watched it before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know it was a game of deception and lying and cheating and all that stuff. And when I realized uh, people, when they are in, in an environment where they can do what they like, it's quite dangerous in real life uh, as well. Uh, it, it taken me aback about um, trusting people. Uh, it's uh, people with their own different um, agenda, and so I've learned to be wiser in the way how I become friends with people. Uh, that's the one big take from my side: is uh, be, I'm a little bit more selective with friendship. Mm, mm. more than so.
0: And just as we start to uh, finish off and wrap up this conversation, mm. which has been a great chat about various mm. uh, reality TV shows and also your local community involvement as well but for anyone who's listening and who has thoughts to themselves you know i would love to be on a reality tv show as a contestant i'd love to be able to apply an audition and get in what tips would you have for them other than having a daughter who is as enthusiastic (laughs) as they are and will sign up on their behalf what kind of advice would you have for them yes i'd
2: I'd say persistency is the first port of call you've Mm. got to be persistent you got to keep trying and uh, often i know people um, fans of uh, of you know game shows uh, always apply what you got to do is um, just about every single application requires a, a, a short video right. clip a, 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 an audition clip just make sure that uh, you hit the nail on the head uh, to try to figure out what they want in terms of ratings uh, literally they want to have a, a strong Background storyline in most in most cases, and mm. just emphasize that, and do it in the first minute of your three minute videos. Because uh, if you don't get in the first minute, they're not going to look at you. There are other tips and all that stuff, but that is the main one. You get that far, then they'll they'll call you back for more auditioned, um, you know, initiatives.
0: Mm. And anything they should think of before they get involved with reality TV that they might not expect or. You know, might uh, not be living up to what they see on the screen, for example.
2: Well, uh, that's just it. Uh, If you are specifically wanting to go into Australian Survivor, you're going to be out there surviving mm. if you haven't done any camping before like some of the other contestants in my right. <laughs> season uh, you might find it a struggle so uh, make imagine. sure you are an outdoorsy person to begin
0: with yeah mm. good stuff good to hear as well and just to finish up where can people find you where can we find out more information on you on social media and the other initiatives you're involved with yeah of course especially for those
2: of you who, kind
0: folks who like to donate to the uh,
2: women in community shelters um you can find uh, the link in my bio of my Instagram account, mm. and that's uh, Steve underscore
0: Cool. Cool spelled K-E-W-L. Right. Well, Steve, I thank you for joining us today, and thank you for sharing about your experiences on reality TV
1: in Australia. Steve, it's been a great discussion. I was particularly interested in your discussion about the transition home for those uh, who are leaving uh, the shelters and your work uh, with Men's Health as well, as well as a great story about your role as an Ironman. I was going to (laughs) challenge you to an arm wrestle, but with our COVID-19 restrictions, we can't actually do a traditional arm wrestle, so we're just going to do Uh, it in a distanced way. We're a couple of metres apart. And... Which is the call of a tie? That's Excuse incredible. me, that's yeah, that was well, cheating. You cheated. You cheated. A- <laughs> I wasn't even looking. I cheated. Yeah. Then, then we can do an eye wrestling, <laughs> staring at you now. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> it's all. Over. Northside Radio FM Thank ninety-nine point three. That's Chris Rhea. Northside Radio FM
0: ninety-nine point three.